Hello! Praise the name of Jesus for Wednesday Core, continuing order of religious education. We're here to be educated. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's God. He's potentate. He's power. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Make sure you tune in Sunday. We have a special broadcast this Sunday, Lord Spirit Life at 11.25 a.m., 7 p.m. or 10 p.m. Tune in. We have an exciting, edifying message for you and your family. This, this evening, we're in Philippians chapter 4, and we've been dealing with the uh, single mind of chapter 1, the submissive mind, let this mind be in you, chapter 2, spiritual mind, where we're forgetting those things that are behind and we're reaching forward to those things that are ahead. And uh, all things that were valuable to us, we count them as dung, garbage, manure, so that we can win Christ, so that we can have his knowledge. And here in chapter four is what we call a secure mind. This, this secure mind is a mindset of the believer that regardless of pandemics, regardless of conflict, hostility, regardless of of inner um, dissuasions or anything that would hinder us from thinking healthy, we have the victory. We are secure in Christ. We're only secure in Christ. We're not secure in this world. We're not secure um, among mankind. We're only secure in Jesus Christ. So in, in, in Philippians chapter four, Paul says, beginning at verse one, listen to this, therefore, my beloved, amen, dearly beloved brethren, long for my joy and my crown, stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Now, let me stop. The word therefore is interesting because we have to ask, what is it there for? It's a continuation, it's a conjunction of sorts. And when Paul starts this fourth chapter off with therefore, we have to go back and capture the, 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 the latest thought that gives us secure security in the therefore. So when you go back to chapter three in verse 21, listen what he says, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, talking about Jesus, listen to this. He says, according to the working process, participle, the working thereby, whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. What Paul is saying is because of the person, the power, the presence, amen, of Jesus Christ, he tells us in verse one of chapter four, therefore, stand fast. We, we can stand fast. We can stand without worry. We can stand without fret. We can stand without fear because of who he is. That is so important for the born again believer. We have to know who Jesus is. We have to know that he reigns, he rules. He has redeemed us. We are his. He protects us. He provides for us. He promotes us. 
that therefore deals with the reason that I can stand fast, the reason I can be still, the reason I can be without worry, without fret, is because of who he is. And and, and he says, uh, uh, in this fourth chapter, he says in verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, let me stop Paul's apart. Why is it that Paul is telling us in this matter of a secure mind to rejoice? We can rejoice, first of all, because of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's, let's just deal with his person. Who is, who is he and what is he to you? He is God in the flesh. He is God's only begotten son. Listen, he, he is Alpha and Omega. He is the creator, the sustainer. He's life, light, lamb, ladder, and love. Jesus comprises all the things that we need in order to be safe. His person his person, his, his personality, his, his, his personal attributes are identical to God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. So just in his person, we're secure. We are secure in Jesus. And regardless of this pandemic, regardless of everything that is bringing fear on society, the injustice, the racism, all of the mess that we are witnessing on the news, we are in Jesus Christ. Denotes that preposition in denotes safety and security. We are in him. And because we're in him, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are secure in him, his person, and then his presence. He's with us forever, every day. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I will not uh, let not your heart be agitated. I will not pull out on you. I'm with you. I'm with you through thick and thin. I'm with you. I've been with you from birth up. I'm with you until death. I'm with you after death. I'm with you in glory. I'm with you in tight situations. I'm with you. So not only his person should help us to rejoice, but his presence should help us to rejoice. Where should I go from the presence of the Lord? Psalm 139. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I fly away on the wings of the morning, thou art there. God is omnipresent. Jesus is omnipresent. Jesus is everywhere at the same time. Jesus is God all by himself. So we can rejoice, listen, in his person, he has a supreme preeminent position as God's son and the son of God. We can rejoice because of his presence. He's with me. Where I go, he goes. Amen. I'm in him. He's in me. But not only is Paul denoting his person and his presence, he's denoting his power. He is the creator God, John chapter one. All things were made by him that are in heaven, earth, and under the earth. He made everything. He is, listen, he is creator God. And the Bible says a lot about the creatorship of God. All things were created by him and for him. Lord have mercy. They weren't created for man. They were created for him. He's going to get glory out of everything, including us. 
He's going to get glory out of the wicked. He's going to get glory out of Satan. He's going to get glory out of evil. He's going to get glory out of bad leadership. He's going to get glory out of everything. So listen, his, and I want you to hear this, his person, his presence, and then his power. He has all power in his hands. All power belongs to Jesus. They don't belong to any other God, any other faith. All power is vested in Jesus. Therefore, I can rejoice. I can rejoice of his person. I can rejoice uh, of his preeminent position. I can rejoice of his presence. I can rejoice of his power. He has all power. All other powers are submitted to his power. He is the ruling God. He is the redeeming God. He is the God of reassurance. He has all power in his hands. And, and as you listen tonight to Kor, understand why you and I ought to rejoice because of Jesus. He's got the whole world in his hands, the whole wide world. Amen. And, and so, uh, Paul deals with reasons why we ought to rejoice. Not only his person, which is preeminent, his presence, hallelujah, his power, but also his promises. He has promised us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He has promised us, and we know that all things are working together for the good, for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He has promises, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He has promised us, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. He has promised us, hallelujah, that the wicked will fall. He has promised us, a home that he has prepared for us, John 14. Let not your heart be agitated or troubled. He has promised us. His promises are yea and amen, meaning they are coming to pass. His promises, he said, I have plans for you, Jeremiah, uh, plans of good, not of evil, 29, to bring you to a desired end. I'm making promises in this everlasting covenant that I got your back. That although you may fear, you may fret, you may want out, I got a plan for your life. And the plan is powerful. The plan will promote me, but the plan will bless you. The plan is to guide you. The plan is to give you grace. The plan is to give you greater love. The plan, the plan, the plan. I got plans for you, child of God. Plans of good and not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. I determine your end before you were born. I determine where you're coming out. I determine how you're coming out. I determine your blessings. I determine, amen, that I'm working everything together for the good of you. So therefore rejoice. He, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, Rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. Verse five, the Lord is at hand. Now look at verse six. Be careful for nothing. In the Greek, the word careful is anxious. Don't worry about anything. Now let me stop Paul's apart because this takes time. 
This takes a certain type of faith to trust God where we're not worried about anything. I tend to worry about things. God says, don't worry about anything. Stop being careful. Stop being anxious. Stop worrying about, some of us worry about everything. God says, you should not worry about anything. It goes back to his lordship. It goes back to who he is. It goes back to the therefore. It goes back to chapter three, amen, where he is able to work all things after all things uh, are worked, amen, unto himself. All things are working together. All things are under his jurisdiction. And so he says here, don't worry about anything, verse six, but in everything by prayer. And the word for prayer there is praise. It's amazing how God says, praise me. Even when you are in a problematic situation, praise me. When your life is in conflict, praise me. When you're going through and you don't know how you're going to get out, praise me. When the hellhounds are on your trail, praise me when Satan is intensifying his attacks. Praise me when you don't feel good about yourself. Praise me when you you just woke up on the wrong side of bed. Praise me. Give me praise. He said, in everything by prayer, praise and supplication, that's your petitions, with thanksgiving, don't make petitions without thanking me. They, they are coupled together. And look what he says, your requests be made known unto God. God already knows them, but he wants you to articulate them. And verse seven, when you pray with this formula, when you trust that he is the God of the universe, when you trust his person, his preeminence, when you trust his presence, his power, he says, and you give God your petitions with thanksgiving, verse seven, God says, I promise you peace. And the peace of God, notice, not the peace with God, Peace with God is Romans chapter five. That's how to get right with God. That's how to become saved. The war's over. I, I, I need peace with God. This is the peace of God. This is the everyday peace. Every morning you get up, I need peace. And the peace of God, which pass of all understanding, will keep. God said, I'm gonna put a heart, I'm gonna put a guard at your heart. That's where your emotions are, your intellect, your will. He will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Our minds tends to travel. Our minds become entwined, intertwined. Our minds become in knots. He says, if you pray in this manner and believe that I am the potentate of paradise, believe that I am the person of God, Believe that my presence is with you forever. I'm preeminent. I have power. Lord, have mercy. And I want you to give me your petitions with thanksgiving. I'm going to give you back peace. And the peace of God, which pass of all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, 
understand what Paul is saying to the church at Philippi. That our total security is predicated on the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Because of him, I can rest. Because of him, I can live a life of peace. Because of him, my emotions are not all entangled. Because of him, once I pray and believe, I can get up and dust off all my conflict criticisms against me, conditional situations in my life, and the secret attacks of the devil. I can have the peace of God. Child of God, you need the peace of God. You need to know that God has already put a hedge around you. You need to know that God's got your back, your front, your sides, your top, your bottom. God's got your children, your grandchildren as you pray for them. Job said, let me confess my children's sin if they perhaps have sin. He was an intercessory. We need to intercede for our loved ones. That God would ultimately give them peace. That God would draw them in through salvation. That God will put hedges around them of protection. I want you to have peace tonight. All of this pandemic virus is spiking. People are sick. People are dying. I want you to rest assured that as you and I are obedient to what God is saying we ought to do, wear a mask, space six feet, wash our hands at least 20 seconds, amen, and, and follow the instructions that God has given man, this pandemic will not touch you. you. You will be safe and secure in Christ because of who he is. Not who we are, because of who he is. Who he is. Who he is. Because of who he is. I am what I am. And I'm safe in Jesus. God bless you. Have a great evening. Jesus loves you and I do too.